The Saga of the European King, Chapter 13. Let's paint the astral plane red, my dear. Medicine in medieval times was not nearly as swishy as the medicine that we enjoy today. The seats in A&E were much more uncomfortable, and there were fewer colours available to paint the pills in, so nobody wanted to take them. Germs were as big as horses back then, and infection could only be prevented through the cunning deployment of spike traps covered with reeds. The only way to mend a broken heart in the absence of statins or baboons was to rely on old-fashioned natural remedies, which is why the king went out on the town and hit all of the nightclubs in the astral plane, making out with strangers. He'd even had a haircut. That's right, brother. Work those lips. Really soak that office worker who is angry with her fiancé for reasons she finds difficult to articulate. As Royal Minister of Shipping, I pronounce the ship of the King X, Helen the Drunk Girl, to have a should-be score of ten. Sally, do you really think me and this random Jimmy have a shot at a true love? Should she be my wife and mother to my powerful heirs? No, silly. Just feather every cup of saliva you extract from someone, new bricks are added to the castle that is a metaphor for your broken heart. Um, um, oh, I can feel it working. Oh, I can't believe you people go around putting those cavities of yours all over each other. Kissing is joyous, Cutty. Go loiter around somewhere else if you don't like it. I've got nothing else to do. It's a better way to spend my time than spilling digestive juices all over some poor girl's face and shit. Where are you even? I'm back with the king's body, but my ghost is all bound up to his because of this stupid rhyme they made me say. Well, how is the king's body? There's nothing around that could give it, right? Uh, I think it's in hell. Oh, it should be fine there. I've got to go. I've got a text from my fiancé. He says he still loves me. Shoot! Well, she's out of the picture. That's why I'm now shipping you with... Emma, who works in human resources and will never come to terms with the fact that she's not likely to have a baby. I'm on a diet I read about in a magazine. Yes! Come here, desperate lady! Oh! Oh! Ah! Oh! Ah! Sally! I can see now that you're more to me than just my minister of shipping. Your Highness, don't joke. Nobody ships Sally X the king anymore. No, I mean that you're due a promotion. A promotion to Praetorian Wingman. Wingman? But, but that's... Only the greatest honour in all of Europe. I thought I was your wingman. You're a terrible wingman, Cutty. No, I'm not. You've got appalling taste. If things are going well, you won't shut up and leave us to it like a good wingman. You start to talk loudly about how I always hit my girlfriend in the face. That's a test. If she can get over that, she can go over your weird feet. I've got to tell my mum. She'll be very proud. In your face, nasty Nick. Give me a C-plus on thieving finals. I'm the wingman to the king now. You're just a filthy old man. Okay, now. This'll really get under Harold's skin. Whenever he winds up for a boast, I can just go, whatever, wingman here. I'm going to go and check on the king's heart. Don't, don't do yourself an injury. Down in hell, Colonel Glofus was providing fresh boasting material for himself by knocking the snot out of the devil. He threw 500 Hadoukens a second and kicked with the force of 20 ancient oaks being tragically felled by developers. His very touch was a sucker punch and his very breath a hurricane. All of the souls of hell crowded round to see it. They had lingered and suffered there against their will ever since the king's great-great-grandfather had carved their prison from the stuff of nightmares and darkness. Oh, come on, bro. Look what you've gone and done. What I've done is ground your silly derriere into apology sausage. 
Now what will you do next time that friends of the king pay a visit to your dingy little squat? Just chill out! I didn't recognize you, Poe! You were all flapped out! That's the furthest thing from an apology I've heard today! Father Figaro, don't you think that was pretty far from an apology? Colonel, don't humiliate the devil in front of the damned! You'll give them ideas! Hey, let me through. I want to talk to the magic guy. Oh, her? Who's that? Let her through. I'll talk to her. Excuse me, Mr. Devil. You're not allowed to talk to the damned, Colonel. They don't love the king. That's the first question. Who's the king, and why have they stuck us in this place for not loving him? Surely you know about the king. It's about yay high, wooden hands, shouts like an ocean. My best friend? No? I died clean. I had a pyre range that was so tall it would have lit up to the sky. But I didn't wind up in Don's house, did I? This is somewhere else altogether. Why? They changed the rules about all that long ago. When did you die, Miss... I'm Maeve, High Queen of Ireland, level 10 Colleen Juggler. I've lost track of time, but when I arrived, this place wasn't quite so crowded. Oh, an Isle Lady, eh? That's interesting, because I've killed a lot of Irish in my time. So I must have sent a lot of good company your way. What are you supposed to be? Well, I'm a Keltland warrior who runs around chopping people up. Keltland? Never heard of it. But we're neighbours! Fighting neighbours, like you run us, and then we run at you, and then we sing some songs about it, and it's great. So you've never heard of the King of Keltland? Are you from the days of the Vikings? <laughs> I fed those soapy cuts to my dogs when they came sniffing around. They had their own days. Well, they did indeed for a while, then they went looking for a new world, and then their fleet was eaten by a gigantic dugong. <laughs> Brilliant. You're from way back then. Have you ever heard of a saint? What, like a sacred thing? Gods who walk around as people. Aye, usually for mischief. No, these ones can't turn back. They're stuck. Is that possible? Enough of that. I want you to answer my questions, Baldy. I'm not bald, I shave. It's very cool. Are you going to take me with you? No way, bro! I agree with the devil, Colonel. It's completely out of the question to have an eye lady in our party. She's not a baddie, father. She's from before the saints turned the Irish on us. I think she's into me. Oh, tut. And you, Mr. Devil, you're hardly in a position to disagree, are you? Don't matter what my take on it is, bro. Hells and setups, you can just mission off with the damned. She has to love the king or else she will be confined here forever. Then tell her things about the king that will give her an excuse to love him. I've loved many men, but none on the good word of his friends. Oh, well, whenever I think of the king... I can't help remember the time when he was very small, how he somehow managed to get a piece of bacon stuck up his little nose. <laughs> how did it get up there? When the day comes that I will kill the king, the memory that will pull most sorely on my heart will be that time in Belgrade when we challenged some cultists of Dukligen to a go-kart race. But then they tried to cheat the night before by landing a Kosovo curse on us. And the king was obsessed with Dracula's back then, so he naturally thought that they were all a bunch of Peter Plodgerwitzes. So he pulled a Kosovo curse on them. So we ran the race anyway, and we fell down a well at the end, so we had to fight them all. Uh, we killed 20 men that day with our bare knuckles. Not one of them turned out to be a vampire. I don't think those stories really worked. You have to do the song. Pardon? Of course! The Loving the King song! Let's you do the song! You put your right leg in, you shake your right leg out, you put your right leg in and you shake it all about. You love the king dearly and you turn around. That's what it's all about. No, you do it. You put your right... No, your left leg! Left leg in, you take your left leg out. Now you shake it all about... I love the king dearly and to turn around and that's what it's all about.
That's all he had to do. It's a very old and powerful song. Going our way, my queen. Take me anywhere, magic man. Okay. Oh, before we go, let me squeeze out a golemel spell and craft your body from the dust. Hi up. There we go. Oh, that's a flattering portrayal. That's just how I see you, my good queen. Now climb in there and climb on top of a reindeer. Next stop is the capital of the world. <laughs> Colonel, would I be right in thinking that you seem to kick a lot of arse? <laughs> He'll stop all that in a minute when he gets fat again. Ah, uh, were you a chubby one in your youth? Of course not. I've always... Oh my God. What just happened? So the silly Billy's having a heart attack. Nothing we can do but lash him to his wagon and pull his body along with us until he comes back from the land of the dead. Why is he becoming so fat? Well, that's his own fault. Oh, I, can't, I can't look at him. It makes me ill. But don't you think it's cool the way he shaves his head? It is cool. Hey, hey. Sergeant, Bloodfist, Bishop, Brother, Axe, 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 whatever you people are called. Listen up. Ha, Cotty, you've been quiet back there. Yeah, I guess I just figured out that I'm a conjurer between the worlds of the living and the dead, because of an all-powerful god, a new mortal should tremble. Aye, but we're in one of the worlds of the dead right now, see? So it's not as impressive as you might think. Aye. Well, when I was young, this was all fields. Did you have something you wanted to say? Well, the king's fixed his heart now, so he's packing up and heading back to his body. Sally is saying that hell's kind of tricky to get to from the netherworld, so could we rather meet you when you come out the other side? Well, we're going back to Brussels to face the Irish army on home ground. The Irish army? Oh yeah, that's another cool thing the fat man does. Take ladies on dates to watch him murder her great-grandchildren by the dozen. Tell the king that Queen Mev has joined the party. Well, really, that is so fascinating. Another walking animal to look after while it whines and scratches in the dirt. Nobody asks your opinion, you snotty little demon. Oh, now the racial slurs! This is what happens when I try to help. Lesson learned there, right? They bid a fond farewell to the devil, who was fine after a dab of arnica oil, then scooched past the throngs of the damned who were trying out the Loving the King song for themselves, and rode out towards Brussels. Their quest had taken them back to its beginning, But this time, the beginning was a climax. There would be fighting and bleeding in that climax, twists and developments, and everybody is going to learn an important lesson about themselves, more or less. Maybe someone's going to die. Yeah, well, I'm just putting that out there. I'm putting death out there. It could be Axe. It could be the innocent prince. Maybe it's Queen Mev. Although that would be stupid to kill her off so close to her introduction. Would you be able to cope with that? Would you be able to cope if they died really horribly, like if they fell into a pit of acid or a pit of rats? It's a hard thing to know about oneself. But we're going to find out once and for all. And that's the end of chapter 13. 